0: Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Ape Man the Rescuer, saving atheism, humanism, philosophical materialism, and postmodernism from observed facts, real science, and common sense. <laughs> Hello?
1: Is this Ape Man the rescuer? I have another problem that I need your help with. Charles Darwin said that if it could be demonstrated that any complex organ existed, which could not possibly have been formed by numerous successive slight modifications, my theory would absolutely break down.
0: So what's the big deal? Nobody really reads his books anyway. I mean... Most people don't even know the whole title, right?
1: You mean, On the Origin of Species by Means of Natural Selection or the Preservation of Favored Races in the Struggle for Life?
0: Yeah, and even misspelled favored.
1: (sighs) well, trust me, some people do read it and what Darwin feared has happened. There's a bacterial flagellum that works like an outboard motor. It could not possibly have been put together by numerous successive slide modifications.
0: Don't panic. Is there anything that even resembles the bacterial flagellum?
1: Well, there are some bacteria with injectors called the type 3 secretion system that work like a hypodermic needle. It may resemble a bacterial flagellum and contains a few
0: similar components. That's all you need. Then you just tell a just-so story of how those injector thingies evolved into those flagellum thingies. But the flagellum is far more complicated with over 40 proteins. The injector has only 10. That doesn't matter. And the functions are totally different. Don't worry. Just call it, uh, cooperation, or another option, or... Wait. Do you mean co-option?
1: Whatever. But there's no observational evidence that this co-option actually occurred. Even some of my fellow evolutionary biologists believe that the type 3 secretion system came after the bacterial flagellum. They think that this secretion system may have even devolved from the flagellum.
0: What did I tell you about all those big words? And did you forget that the mainstream academic folks don't really worry about how valid Darwinian evolution is as long as it keeps the Bible out of schools. All you need is a nice story with pretty pictures and people will believe it because they want to believe it. Plus, they'll consider themselves intellectual for believing it. But what if it goes to court? Relax. Even judges will go along with it because they know they'll be praised and honored if they do. So, don't worry.
2: Everything will be okay. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Again, today we have this skit which takes a look at really a set out tests within Darwin's book that if anybody could show something that could not be formed by step-by-step, piece-by-piece assemblage, that it would destroy his theory. And look at today the bacterial flagellum. It's an incredibly complex and finely tuned coordination which attests to the work of a master designer. You might call it the God's molecular outboard motor, Its most interesting aspect is that it is attached to and rotated by a tiny electrical motor made of different kinds of proteins. Like an electrical motor, the flagellum contains a rod, which operates as a drive shaft, a hook, which operates as a universal joint, L and P rings, which are bushings and bearings, S and M rings, which operate as rotor, and a C ring and stud, which are a stator. If you're not an engineer, all those are engineering terms that are standard in a motor setup. The flagellar filament, it acts as a propeller, is attached to a flagellar motor via the hook. To function completely, the flagellum requires over 40 different proteins. The electrical power driving the motor is supplied by the voltage difference developed across the cell membrane. This motor is one of nature's best molecular machines. Some scientists have called the bacterial flagella the most efficient machine in the universe, Rotating at speeds up to 17,000 rotations per minute. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Per- well, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. All right. All right.
0: You make one. Well, anyway, you know, obviously <laughs> it's so much similar to a hypodermic needle that is pretty much straight and doesn't take or move that they can make it into a flagellum.
2: Uh huh. Of course, that's one of the things that was discussed in there is that there is a system which has 10 pieces of this which they then say, okay, well, ooh, there's a transition piece. There's something that could be that incidentally doesn't move that is a secretion device and can be added to here. But that's a just-so story because you've got an incredible amount of complexity that would have to go into just the construction of that 10-piece system, and now you're going to take it out. That's like saying, okay, I'm going to take a straight needle out and put it into a a Ferrari, and I'm going to make an engine. Right. That's absurd. That's
1: To the most, to the max, to the max.
2: Terry, you came up with the idea for this. What were your thoughts on this?
3: All of this was talked about in the PBS Nova Special Judgment Day Intelligent Design on Trial. The only problem is Nova Special left a lot of stuff out. Uh, they left out that Ken Miller, the star witness for the plaintiff, misrepresentative, the testimony of Michael Behe, was the one that initially started talking about the bacterial flagellum. I left out the testimony that the Stem 3 secretion system was thought to come after the bacteria flagellum. It did not show how you could go, as you were talking about, it did not show how you could go from the secretion system to the flagellum with Darwinian evolution. Even if somehow you had all the working parts that you could co-opt from other systems, it did not explain where the instructions to assemble those parts into the uh, flagellum would
2: come from. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to SABSA.org. That is SABBSA.org. We're talking about today about the bacterial flagellum, which is an incredible machine. Machine, an example of God's design, and people are trying to write it off as just happenstance. That word co-op you just used a moment ago, what does that infer?
3: Okay, well, that <clears> infers there's <throat> some organism or some component of an organism that was used for something entirely different, and somehow Darwinian evolution took that and, and turned it into something else that up.
2: Okay, I'm not going to let them get away with somehow. If we co-op something, what do we do? We grab it and say this is something we can use here and move over here and remake it, re- add to it, etc." Is this a conscious move?
3: Yes, there's a
2: lot of that. Goes okay, into it. but they're saying that this thing was co opted This was grabbed, added to, and modified by pure happenstance. Right, through it, random mutation. It's absurd. We shouldn't let them get away with it. What else were you upset about? <laughs> okay, <clears throat>
3: well, this PBS special did not mention that Judge Jones, who reveled in the attention, uh, prepared himself for the trial by watching Inherit the Wind, which is a totally biased version
2: of, It's not good history.
3: Yeah, and it's a totally biased version of the Scopes trial, and he was wanting Tom Hanks to play him in the movie, so he, he really <laughs> loved the attention he was getting from all this, which I think was... Extremely unprofessional of a judge. The special did not mention that in his ruling, Jones copied and pasted documents submitted to him by the ACLU, who represented the plaintiffs. It did not mention that the ruling by Judge Jones was in line with the precepts of his own church denomination, which promotes theistic evolution. For this extremely one-sided documentary, the makers of the NOVA documentary were awarded the Peabody Award, and it also needs to be noted that Judge Jones received honorary doctorates and the Religious Freedom Award from the American Humanist Association. That ought to tell you something right there, that the American Humanist Association is giving them awards. And this is what especially
2: he, for religious freedom.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: and, and freedom from religion. religion. Yeah, yeah.
3: And this is how judges are honored if they side in with the Darwinists. And so, how do you think they're going to side? You know. Additionally, this same Judge Jones in 2014 struck down the Pennsylvania law that said a marriage is between a man and a woman. Again, this was in the. In line with the precepts of his own church denomination, which says that two dudes could be married. So it shows that this Judge Jones really did have his own worldview, and his ruling was in line with his own worldview, and and not with the evidence that was given. Or the law. <laughs> or the law. In fact, I believe there are other professors that are not necessarily biblical creationists besides <laughs> his ruling, because it was not a good ruling. And then, finally, Ken Miller who in this Judgment Day documentary, who was shown as a star witness for the plaintiff, is, again, one of the people who touted junk DNA as being proof of Darwinian evolution. And then later on, now that we know that junk DNA has a purpose, it was another NOVA documentary, What Darwin Never Knew, that claimed how junk DNA supported Darwinian evolution.
0: Well, the, non, the non-junk DNA supported evolution.
2: Yeah, yeah it's really non-junk now, what underscores everything you said is that just because it's on NOVA does not mean it is fact, does not mean it's unbiased, does not mean that we are getting the straight scoop. All right? In the 30 seconds that remain, is there any point you wanted to make? Well, I think just the bottom line is
0: they looked at two very intricately designed pieces of equipment on bacteria and said that one could have been transformed into the could other. Have been and that they said that obviously the injector was much simpler, so therefore it just it happened by itself, and those happened-by-itself pieces could be reassembled into something else very randomly. Mm-hmm. That's far different. It's totally absurd in its, in its
2: face. Our ability to try and write God out of the story should scare us. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call two one zero five nine nine seven two four zero. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you, or you can call us. Also, go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meeting Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salisville, thanks for listening. And And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.